I am absolutely delighted to announce that I have Caroline Kay on the phone. Hello, Caroline. How are you? Hello, Kira. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to be here. Oh, personally. Th- and thank you so much for coming on. I am so excited to talk to you. I've been thinking about it all week. I'm a huge fan of Caroline. I suppose back in 2018, I discovered your music. So for anyone listening, Caroline Kay, she's a singer, songwriter, and just an incredible talent. Tell us, where do you, like, where, when did you, we'll say, first start writing, or when did that, when did that journey begin? Um, God, it's hard to say when I look back now. I think, I think from the time that I was able to sit at the piano and write, uh, and, you know, string a melody together, probably around the age of 10 or so, I started writing quote unquote songs. Yeah. Now, when they actually got decent was probably many, many years after that. Um, but I definitely started quite young. And then I suppose I didn't really make any of my songs public until much later in life, like probably my late 20s. I'm very, I'm early 30s now. So, um, so I have been writing for most of my life, but, but it's only in the more recent kind of decade of my life that I've actually been uh, making those, those songs public. Absolutely. I know you have the album Tricks as well. I think some of my favourite yeah. songs, definitely. I love that song, Can't Get My Love. I love the way of the coffee line oh. in it. I love that. Um, I've been. I, I've told so many of my friends about it. We all listen to your music, definitely, in the car. We do, do road trips and things like that. But tell us this, like when it came to styling, I suppose for a songwriter myself as well, um, looking up to you, like how did you determine as well, I know like every songwriter... Um, with their voice and things like that your own like when I hear you sing I know it's Caroline Kay like you have a signature stamp so when did you kind of start to I suppose develop that or were you just naturally able to just do you know what I mean create my own sound yeah I do yeah. know what I mean um, firstly thank you so much for listening to my music I really appreciate it um, and thank you for the word of mouth as well I think Irish people are really great for that especially when it's you know one of their own kind of homegrown talents they're very good for sharing the word and supporting so thank you for that um, I don't know. You know, I ha- I have a, a weird eclectic mix of influences um, as a songwriter from um, the sound that Eva Cassidy had. I don't believe she ever wrote music herself, or at least she certainly isn't known for music that she wrote herself. She did a lot of covers. Yeah. But the way that she was able to connect to lyrics, like I would listen, she mostly did covers of songs, and I would listen to the original and, and not feel as much as when I would listen to her covers. Yeah. Um, so I think her ability to really connect to lyrics is hopefully something that I've uh, tried to carry through to my songwriting. Um, I was also very inspired by Katie Tunstall, um, really inspired by her music. She had an album called Eye to the Telescope when I was kind of um, in secondary school. Yeah. And that shaped me a lot. And then also, obviously, musical theatre is a huge influence for me. So the idea of a song, I mean, any song should tell a story, but uh, maybe some of my songs have more of a... Like, they really are very character or story-led, in a sense. Um, so I don't know if that that mix has, has helped to kind of create a voice. But it's interesting that you say that, because um, I do think that my first um, EP that I'm now forgetting the name of... No, no. Um, that my first EP, I actually tried to very much go with kind of a different style for each song. So it yeah. actually means a lot that you, you can kind of hear some kind of cohesive voice, because... Uh, you know, I was kind of eager to show people that I could kind of do different styles and things like that. So, so it's good to know that it was in some way cohesive, at least. Well, this is it. And what I noticed as well is like you, first of all, you have an incredible range, definitely four octave there, like or more or something. Oh. But like how you're able to put that, though, like 
in the like in the songs. I do think it's it's such a, whatever about writing lyrics and, and that's an art form in itself as well. But to sing a song and to be able to showcase your range um, and it's such in such a tasteful way and there's beautiful, um, especially uh, the one the one I had on earlier, "Find the Light." In particular, yeah. strikes me what a beautiful, beautiful song and beautiful meaning and message in that song. But the vocals are just incredible, and again, you can really feel the feeling that you put into the music. I'm sure you have a favorite song as well from your albums, or what kind of strike? What was your favorite? I suppose or most fun to write. Oh, that's a tricky one. It's really tricky to find a favorite. I think I ha- I, I like different ones for different reasons. So. I like Always You from the latest album, Tricks, uh, because, uh, firstly, it's very straightforward mm. thing when you compare it to something like Find the Life. So, I, for example, I sang it uh, last week at my cousin's wedding in um, New Jersey. I was over there. Uh, and there's there's not a huge amount of pressure for me personally when I sing that song because it's not like a big, belty vocal number. Yeah. Um, and, and also it's inspired by my parents. And, and also people seem to really like that song because it really comes from a place of, you know, writing about my parents' ridiculously perfect um, love story. Um, so that's one of my favorites for some of those reasons. But then also I like Better Than You because it's just kind of so outrageous, the song being, and the tagline being, I'm better than you. Um, <laughs> which is very much not actually what I think, but, you know, it's a, it's a layered song. Um, but I just like that it's kind of so ballsy and confident and, yeah. um, and, and the way that it was produced by uh, Auburn Jam Music, where I produced both of my EPs. Um, they're just so brilliant at producing songs and, and listening to the kind of general vibe that I want and then knowing how to like put that into, into action. And I just feel like Better, Better Than You is such a fun, um, well-produced song. Yeah. Um, well, it's know, like well just a question for you on that. Yeah, just a question for you actually on that one because I suppose like it's, we write the song and then it starts to kind of I suppose grow and develop. But did you, I suppose when you approach um, getting music recorded, do you kind of go in with a like an already kind of a sense of what you're looking for or do you kind of just, do you just drop in and the ne- next thing it just all flows? Yeah. Like how do you find that process coming together? Yeah, that's a really good question actually. So I, I always have a good idea in my head of how I want the song to sound. Um, I'll do a rough demo myself just with piano and keys and then I'll usually email the studio or chat with them in advance about what vibe I want. Sometimes I'll send them like other songs to reference, you know, a particular instrument or a particular mic effect that they have to sort of say, I want a bit of this, but I want this vibe, but I want that kind of sound and, you know, and then we build it up in the studio. So I definitely go in with a solid sense of what I want. But um, Auburn Jam, where, a studio in London where I go to, Nikki and Joe run it, and they're just they're brilliant musicians themselves, themselves as well as producers and sound engineers and musical directors and everything else. They just wear so many hats. Um, and so they're really good at like listening to the vibe that I want and all of my thoughts, but then they're really, they're the people who like make it come together. And of course, then we get musicians and stuff in and, and it all, it all comes together quite quickly, but I, it's definitely helpful to have, you know, to have a, a solid idea of where, where you want the song to go uh, before you get into the studio. Absolutely. No, that's really cool. I love to, I love to hear the different, I suppose, perspectives from different yeah. artists as well about that, that creative process because it's so huge. But also for anyone listening in as well, you've composed a musical. Tell us when, yeah. how did that all come about? I know during lockdown and things like that, but just how was that like? Yeah. Oh God. It's a, it's a long story. I'll try yeah. and, I'll try and keep it brief. Um, so essentially the concept, the general concept for my musical Daisy started 
over 10 years ago uh, when I was training in London. To, I was doing my master's in musical theatre performance and as part of my dissertation, I studied Sondheim's lyric writing principles and I basically just wrote this premise of a show um, which was this musical. But then, you know, I graduated, I was auditioning for shows, I was gigging here and there. And so I kind of, it kind of, you know, was on the back burner. But then, you know, the reality of this industry hit me. You know, I had kind of thought when I left um, drama school that, you know, if you have talent and you have drive and you prepare and you work hard, that it will happen. Yeah. And without being very negative, it's just that's not always the case. And that was a tough lesson for me to learn. So, you know, a few years after graduating, I wasn't in a show on the West End. I hadn't, you know, kind of landed eight shows a week in a UK tour you know, I wasn't where I had hoped that I would be. And so I really just kind of thought, right, I have to find other ways. If I'm not in a show eight times a week, being able to show people my talent or my voice or whatever it is, I'm going to have to find another way to do it. So part of that was writing my my songs and releasing EPs. But also I decided to go back to the musical. And um, just little by little, every other month I would write another song. Uh, and then it was maybe about six years ago, five years ago, that I really worked on the script. Um, and then in, in more recent years, we've done now two workshops, a reading. Um, we have producers on board and it's kind of just, it, it, it's, it's going from strength to strength, but it's just a long, slow process. I think so. It's definitely, there's so much love poured into these things. And I get, again, I think there, yeah, we have to, I suppose there's that element of trust and, and I suppose luck as well that kind mm-hmm. of comes into it. But I think what's beautiful though, is that like, I suppose we th- see artists like Lizzo and things like that and they put out songs years ago mm. and then suddenly out of nowhere they just burst up and suddenly have this layer of popularity. So I do think it's probably a divine timing to it sometimes, Caroline. What do you think on that? Absolutely. And it's so funny that you should say that because I actually very recently wrote a song for hopefully my next EP called Overnight and it's actually really about just what you were talking about. It's kind of that idea that obviously we know that people, maybe there are some cases in the world who Mm. are overnight successes, but obviously the reality is that for most people who seem to be an overnight success, it's obviously taken years. But I do think there is something to be said for, yes, these things sometimes take a lot of knocking on a lot of doors and a lot of, you know, slogging away. But there will come a time, I do believe, for each person where it kind of does feel that all of a sudden, almost overnight, things are slotting into place. And so over kind of recent months, I have started to feel that even though there are projects that have been in the pipeline for a long time and people know about my show Daisy for so long and they're probably thinking this girl is crazy, when is the show going to happen? But I do feel particularly recently that things are really moving in the right direction. So um so yeah, it's, it's that whole overnight success thing is, is really interesting because while it takes a while, I do think a time will come when the pieces kind of begin to slot into place. So it's just about, you know, trying to not give up and continue the graft until that time comes. I think so, absolutely. And as well, I think for all artists, like there's all, obviously, as I suppose is what we're aware of as well, there's so many artists as well that just hesitate and don't allow themselves to put things out and then they have to live with that. So I think the fact that you go ahead, you write your beautiful pieces of art and you put them out into the world it's, I suppose, it's, it's like a birthing experience, I always think, when someone puts an album out. Like, what it was it? What was that sure. feeling like for you? It's, it's scary every time, you know. Again, if you're working with people that you really trust, like working with Auburn Jam, I just knew that they were going to make whatever I brought to them sound decent. So hopefully what I brought to them were decent songs to begin with. But, you know, I trusted that they would really help me to deliver something good. 
Um, but you still don't know how people are going to react to it. Um, so it is it is really scary. But yeah, the scariest thing is putting the stuff out there. But I really would encourage people, you know, if they like to write music, but they think, well, I'm not the best songwriter in the world, or they like to sing, but they think, oh, I'm not the best singer in the world. There's some quote about this that I'm not going to remember now, but, but the main gist of the point is like, you know, your personal favorite singer is probably not the best singer in the world. The, you know, some of my favorite songwriters are probably not the best songwriters in the world. It, it's really not about being the best. It's just, you know, everyone has their favorites. And some people might not like your voice or your songwriting style, but there will be lots of people who will. And until you put your stuff out there, those people who will love it will never know about it. So uh, I think it's, it's really important to try to push yourself to take the step, even if that's just uploading a 30-second song on Instagram. Um, because honestly, social media really was the place that where I kind of felt, oh, actually, maybe there is a bit of an audience out there for my music. And it, it was really my kind of supportive social media follow, following, even though it's, it's nothing big. Um, I really felt supported by people who followed me on social media. And I knew that at least those people would listen to my music. And that's kind of what gave me the confidence to go and actually, you know, record my music in a studio and release it. So... So yeah, go for it. Well, absolutely. And for anyone listening, guys, Caroline K is on Instagram. Um, but I just want to say as well, you've like you've an amazing personality. Like I see you, you have your, you put oh. your stories up. She has um, your, what's the word? You've like light sarcasm. You're always slightly because I, I oh, love, it's, but it comes it across. Or is it just constantly <laughs> complaining? I don't know. <laughs> no, but I love it. Like I love it. And I think it's really. I think that's what you're connecting so well with your fan base. I think that's so so important as well because, um definitely like like following uh, like you, you put up your stories and you have your songs and things like that but it it falls into your music beautifully and you know when you write your music you can see you can see where your personality dives deep into that and oh, the flow of that you. so it's actually it's really refreshing um i remember i remember thank one time you. i was having a bad day or something and i clicked on your story and you were saying something funny or whatever and i remember just sitting back and laughing um and i think I think, yeah, we don't realise the little ripple effects that we're having. Um, but absolutely, Caroline, I think you're doing an amazing wow. job. And when, like, is there, like, when's your next, or can you d- disclose that? Or well, is that kind of... I, well, there's nothing written in stone, but I am working on my next EP. Uh, I'm working on a project. I was just out in New York, and I can't say too much about it, which is killing me. But <laughs> I am working on a project out in New York. Um, I hope to be going out again uh, end of January uh, next year. Um, to work on that. So again, can't say too much about it, but that that is moving much more quickly than my own musical, which is very exciting. Um, so I'll certainly keep people posted on that on my social media. And then also my own musical, as I said, is being developed and we're hopefully very near the uh, kind of production stage. So, um, so all going in the right direction, but no major news or dates just yet. But I am very much working behind the scenes. I'm very much excited for uh, for new material and new projects to come. Well, I am so excited because you definitely inspire me as a songwriter. Like, I just, I love your music. So I'm going to play two tracks. I'm going to play A Million Things by Caroline Kay. And I'm also going to play the uh, incredible song, Better Than You. Um, So I just want to say as well, Caroline, for anyone listening in, if they want to find you on social media, can you just debunk the social media pages there and platforms? Yeah, I think on all social media, Twitter, uh, TikTok and Instagram, I'm Caroline Kay 117. And I think on Facebook, I'm just Caroline Kay Music. But I'm sure if you put in Caroline K, uh, you'll find me. Absolutely, guys. And you can listen on Spotify and all various music platforms. But here it is, Caroline K, a million thanks. Caroline, thank you so much for coming on air this evening. Thank you, Kira. It's been so lovely chatting to you. It's an absolute joy. Take care, Caroline.
Bye-bye. Thank you.